Welcome to episode two. Today, joining us on the podcast, we have Christina Schultz, who's a doctor of physical therapy and a certified strength and conditioning specialist. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. We're (laughs) excited to have you here. Uh, Christina is one of our teammates here at Zone, and she is who treats most of our runners when they come in the clinic. And Mm -hmm. we're just excited to have her her presence in our our clinic to take care of you guys and be part of this podcast so we can tap into her expertise in working with runners. And so today what we're going to talk about is uh, just how we utilize 3D gait analysis here in our running lab. But before we do that, I was going to have Christina introduce herself since this is the first episode that she's on. So tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll talk a little bit about your running and then dive into the topic. Yeah, my name is Christina. Um, I am doctor of physical therapy, as Scott said. Um, I'm from Florida, and so just moved on up this way. Um, I've grown up running, been around that um, I, um, I ran at a collegiate level down at Florida Atlantic University. I specialized in the 5k and 10k, and that's always been a passion of mine. Um, and so I went to physical therapy school and knew that's kind of where I wanted to be. Um, I also spent some time coaching an elite high school team down in Florida as well. Um, and so that, that really helped grow my interest in tying the two together as well. Yeah. So runners, we all have our favorite workouts. Mm-hmm. What, tell us about your favorite workout. Cause I think it's crazy. Cause I think it's one of the hardest workouts. Yeah. <laughs> so my, like my go-to workout, um, when I was prepping for a 10 K, it was a 3,200 meter tempo, a uh, little rest and then eight by one K's. Um, that was my go-to it made me feel the most confident getting ready for a race. Um, yeah, did it a bunch. Yeah. That I as well do that workout quite a bit mm-hmm. in prepping for my half marathon and marathon distances, but man, that's a tough workout. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks for sharing about your background and that gives our listeners an opportunity to hear why we brought you up here from Florida. Um, probably much to your mother's chagrin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we're glad to have you. Um, so for today, what I really wanted us to spend some time talking about was our 3D running analysis mm-hmm. system that we use. So tell us about what we do here at Zone, or tell our listeners about uh, what we do here in our our running lab. Yeah, so as Scott said, we have this 3D gait analysis system. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's really cool. But uh, so we have this 3D camera, um, and we have these 18 sensors that we'll put on various parts of your body, and then we just have you go for a run, nice and comfortable. Um, doesn't have to be very long or very intense, so it's great for all experience levels. But in the end, we get this really cool data that helps tell us a lot about where we're spending more time in our stride, um, where we can make some improvements, what's looking good as well. Yeah, I think it's been one of the coolest tools that we've invested in as a clinic so far, and it's just been fun to get in the lab with our runners, both those searching for performance and those who are overcoming injury, mm-hmm. and it's been a lot of fun. So when we get that data from our runners, give us an overview of what metrics we're getting uh, in the lab. Yeah. Um, so essentially it gives us a lot of metrics, but we break it down into different parts of your stride. So we have, um, your initial contacts when your foot is first hitting the ground, we get some information about mid stance. So when your foot is right underneath your body, 
Uh, we have some information about toe off. So when your foot is about to leave the ground and then we have swing phase where when that leg is actually in the air, what is it doing? What position is it in? Um, and then it can give us some other information about like cadence and ground contact time, stiffness. Um, and it can also help us narrow in a little bit on what, what areas of that are going to give us the most bang for our buck to work on as well. Yeah. So we get a ton of data, right? Mm -hmm. With, with each runner that we put on there and it's fun because you said it great that we can do it an easy run pace. We can go more to tempo pace. We can even put them up at their race pace and Mm -hmm. see what kind of differences are there. And it can be overwhelming for our athletes to see all that data Mm -hmm. on the screen. I think what's cool about the software is that it gives you this 3d image with some heat maps of what this shape of your running form looks like. And one of the things that you do really well with our runners is to be able to distill it down and make it a digestible amount of information for them. And so, um, when, when you're communicating with the runners, you're giving them a nice, simple, Hey, we see this, this is what this translates into and making it a simple cue for them to try to work on so that it doesn't become this overwhelming (laughs) info set to them. So, um, it's probably more of a statement than a question, but I don't know if you want to build on how you take that data and try Mm -hmm. to communicate it to them and, and, and go from there. Sure. And, and every situation is a little bit different. And, and based on what I already know about that runner might change kind of how I, um, how I might approach it. But generally speaking, kind of try to narrow it down to, again, what's going to give us the biggest bang for our buck here? What can we modify um, easiest to help change some of those numbers on there? Right. So I try to only give my runners one, maybe two cues. Um, find a cue that works for them, but I really don't want them to be thinking about a giant checklist as they go for a run. I want them to have one thing that I really want them to really narrow in on. Um, And the goal is that the cue that we choose there is they're going to change several of those numbers, not just one. Um, Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's very well said. Um, You know, I think for anyone that has not had the opportunity to come into our lab yet, the, the running piece can be a a session in and of itself, depending on what someone's looking for with us. But oftentimes what we're getting is runners who are either looking to boost their performance or they've been dealing with nagging injuries and they're just frustrated by running. And one of our slogans that we say here all the time is we keep runners running and Mm -hmm. we want running to be fun. And so when we're looking at our runners in the lab, it's not the only thing that we're looking at. And so we're taking that data from what we see in the running lab, plus what we saw in their movement assessment, plus their running injury history or just the running history, and then kind of looking forward at what their goals are and how we can bridge that gap for them. And so that's where the the running piece, I think, has been really fun to correlate what we see from our PT exam and the clinic side of things and then try to put those pieces of data together to come up with this comprehensive plan for them. So... Um, Give us, let's go ahead and just talk about maybe one case example before we, we move in and, and talk about uh, who could benefit from running. But I would love to hear maybe a recent example of somebody that you've worked with that was dealing with an injury and came in and you're able mm-hmm. to utilize the 3D analysis to get them back to running. Yeah, um, that's it's always an exciting part of the rehab process when we actually get to have somebody go go for a run for the first time. It's um, I don't think you're going to find people who are more excited than us for you. 
Um, so I, I can think of one case recently that I've worked with, um, just this like elite high school runner. She was, you know, very passionate about her running career and she was dealing with a bone stress injury and, you know, it was a, it was a long road back for her. So we actually had some video of her running before we had a diagnosis of a bone stress injury. So that was kind of cool to get to compare. Um, that was actually before we had the 3D gate analysis software. So we didn't have as much data, but we could, we could kind of see some similarities. So when it was finally time for us to get her back for, um, back for her to run again and start reintegrating that process in her training routine, we were able to put her up on the treadmill, get some data, some numbers, and tell us how we could limit how much stress we were putting on that still healing area, right? So bone is tricky in that we have to have stress in order to help it rebuild. But if we have too much stress, then we're going to go in the opposite direction. And so as her bone was healing, it was really important that we were integrating running, but we needed to make sure we were keeping it at a level that was appropriate for where she was at. And so we could monitor that progress on the treadmill um, and make sure we were offloading that bone, making things essentially symmetrical because she was favoring some sides there. Um, but we could make sure we weren't putting more stress on that area than we really needed to. And so I think that was really helpful in her return to run. Uh, she ended up having a fantastic season, um, was able to get back to racing. And um, yeah, she, she did great. Yeah, that's a great example. And I think kudos to you. The part that you left out in that story is that you were integral in helping to diagnose that bone stress injury and get her to the right physician to then start that recovery process because mm -hmm. she had been stuck in this injury rinse repeat cycle and just in a, a frustrated state for longer than she probably needed to have been yeah. if we yeah. could have diagnosed that sooner thankfully a mutual friend of her parents <laughs> sent her our way yeah and we were able to um, get her to see the right doc and then start that process and then utilize the tools that we had once we hit some some appropriate milestones from healing right um so that was just a, a great example i think of, of what we're able to do here in the lab and, and to serve our clients in an interdisciplinary type of a fashion to make sure that we get the best chance for the best outcome oh, that's awesome so that's an example of an injured athlete who was trying to make a comeback if you were just out in the community or right here on a podcast saying who would benefit from a 3d running assessment who would you say Hmm. <laughs> um, a lot of people. Um, so we see people who are both injured and people who are looking to improve their performance. Um, when it comes down to injury, that's usually the most like obvious people are like, maybe I need to look at my gait. Um, and so that might be somebody who has some nagging pain, somebody who's coming back from an injury, but we tend to kind of forget that it's also a big performance aspect. And this could be somebody who might be starting back to running. This could be somebody who is stepping up to a different distance or maybe, they, um, maybe they're just really trying to pick it up. This might be somebody who is coming off of like a hard training block and they're like, hey, I, I want to focus on something different right now uh, before I build back up. 
Um, it could be somebody who's just kind of plateaued. Yeah. The wide variety, it could help. Yeah, I think, you know, just to echo on that, it is a tool that that we can use to help people hit their goals, mm-hmm. whatever they want to do from a running standpoint. And and I, I love that idea of helping somebody be able to step up to the next distance, you know. Mm-hmm. So if it's someone that hasn't run in a while or they've been hanging out in 5K world and now they want to tackle a marathon, you know, something that we do in the lab in addition to just analyzing data is just the conversations we have with our patients. Yeah. And I think you do a great job with that as well uh, and, and helping them de- develop a plan. So the software that we use links to an app that our patients have so they get all of their data on their phone or their laptop. And then based off of what we find in the lab, we can just program right into their calendar the stuff that they need to work on. It makes it very easy. And it's just, it's plug and play. It's great for the for the athlete. And and we do some running plans along with that. So if it's something that you, you don't have a coach or you're not comfortable with making a jump or you haven't had success that you feel like you should on a distance, we can help you with that as well. So part of the running analysis is the conversation that happens afterward mm-hmm. from yeah. from the data that we get. Um, I wanted to talk about a case example from from my end on, and how we use the example or how we use the data that we get in the lab um, based off of what you were just talking about when mm-hmm. you were mentioning performance. So we recently had a, a guy come in and we also do some metabolic testing in our lab and so we can look at your VO2 max and, and just have a lot of fun with that. But we had a guy come in who's a very good marathoner, sub three hours, um, I'm not going to say what his numbers are because all of the local people will know who I'm talking about <laughs> in my running group. But this is a guy that is looking to run well at Boston and has had a little bit of an injury history, but still able to perform well. And so we did a movement assessment in the clinic. We did a running assessment with the 3D uh, gate software, and then we did a VO2 max test. And based off his VO2 numbers, he should he's actually the highest performer yeah. that I've ever had in my 20 years of testing people, going back mm-hmm. to my undergraduate exercise science lab. <laughs> um, so great numbers. So on that end, we go, man, this guy could be elite. And so when we looked at his performance numbers from, a, a, or not performance, but just like running metrics and then movement numbers, we were able to pick up on some hip weakness and some calf weakness um, that correlates very well with some of his injury history that he had described to us. And so he's got a huge engine. And so now Mm -hmm. my job isn't necessarily to try to boost his VO2 anymore because he's probably at a ceiling there and our job just to keep it. Um, But we have some opportunity to boost the chassis that he's running on so we can really help from a, a strength and an explosiveness standpoint so we get him on a strength program and a plyometric program and couple that with his big vo2 and i'm excited to see what he's going to run at boston in 2025 Um, so i think that's a great example of how we can just use data from different points to see how it works together Um, when we saw him in the lab or in the clinic we saw some hip drop with some single leg stance stuff and he had difficulty with some single leg squatting and it correlated perfectly with what we saw in his running. We had that contralateral hip drop. Um, so meaning when he's standing on one foot, his opposite hip was dropping above what our, our normal line for that would be. And so that was just a really cool 
um, example, and, and now we've got him on a program. So that's going to be cool. Yeah, so, I think it, it helps answer a lot of questions for people. I have, <clears throat> I have lots of people. <clears throat> yes, I, I think it's really helpful in answering that question for a lot of people. We, we have people come in all the time who are like, I feel like I'm doing everything right. What's missing? And so having the availability to do both the VO2 max testing and the gait analysis and our movement screens, um, we can kind of help paint that whole picture for them and see where we can boost, boost their performance there. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would want to say to somebody who is considering coming in for a 3D gait analysis that you think would help get them over the hump to make that decision to come in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, it can help us paint a full picture for you and see where, where you're at. Um, this is for like all levels too. So I've had plenty of clients who have come in and they're like, Hey, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm a casual runner. I go out on the weekends and I enjoy going for a run. And we've gone through this gait analysis process with them and given them some things to work on. And they've come back and they said, running is more fun mm -hmm. now. Um, it's music to our ears. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's always, that's just as exciting to us as a, a big performance and a big PR. Um, we want people to love it. We want you to feel comfortable when you go out there. We want you to feel strong and, and um, kind of empowered when you go for a run as well. So I think that's important. Yeah, I think one of my favorite stories was a client of yours that came in and the guy was honest and said he didn't really love running, but it was really, mm -hmm. really important to his wife. And so he wanted to be able to run with her, which I think is great on a whole lot of levels. Mm -hmm. And we put him on the treadmill, picked out some things that were the easiest or the lowest hanging fruit to work right. on. And not that long later, it came back and he's talking about how fun running is. His heart rate was significantly yeah. lower at the same pace and wasn't as achy after runs. Mm -hmm. Like he was just saying like all this perfect stuff. And I was yeah. like, man, I should have slipped <laughs> you like 20 bucks to say that. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was just like he just had such a great experience with it. And so I think that, that paints the perfect picture that it's for any runner. Mm -hmm. It's the, the guy that just wants to be able to go out and run a few miles a couple times a week with his wife up to the – SEC championship level runner, right. the Olympic trials runner. We've had that. We've had that whole gamut whole come yeah. come through our office. And so, if those are if you have questions about that, check out our website, check out our blogs, and feel free to hit us up at the clinic and ask us any questions that you have. Christina, thank you for being here, yeah. and excited to have you on the podcast more often so that we can continue to educate our runners about all the fun stuff we're doing here at Zone. Love it.